Hello and welcome to the Ham Radio Crash Course Podcast. My name is Josh, amateur radio call sign KI6NAZ. And I'm Leia, KN6NWZ. And it's time to get started. So let's do that, shall we? Well, hello, Leia. Hello, Joshua. There's a lot going on right now. There is. <laughs> a significant amount of things are happening. We took a pause in the action to, to record some matter of a podcast. We don't know how this is going to turn out, but... Um, Lots going on right now. It's true. For uh, those that don't know, we have a camp out. Our first, maybe annual. Ma- well, I don't know. Depends well, on how we feel after <laughs> this. Uh, Leia is, I'll just say camping with Leia is always very good when you get there. But getting there is always the challenge. It's a luxurious experience. You... um. You take the capacity of a thing and you just pack like it's twice the size. No matter, it's like a fish, you know, a fish only grows as large as the fish tank that it resides in. Okay. But in your case. You just keep feeding the fish. It's like (laughs) if the fish. (laughs) You will get bigger. (laughs) Is is the bed of a truck. (laughs) There's more food than truck at some point. If it was in a fish tank, if you will, we're feeding like twenty five people. Though. No, no, I get it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from it. it, it everything you've, you've, you've got makes sense. It's just it's necessary. There's so much. Stuff. I mean, the charcuterie might be a little I, there, unnecessary, but and the the four casseroles and the. But that's for dinner. I, I get it. I get it. But you know, my always joke is, you know, you just do hot dogs. And then you see Leia's face, like the, every bit of joy just <laughs> slides away from her face, like water off of a duck's back. <laughs> when you say hot dogs and camping, she just not a fan. I am very discombobulated this week, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, you are. I had like dates mixed up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one date in particular. And I forgot to wish Josh a happy birthday on his birthday, so... Happy birthday, Josh. I, I we're literally going to bed, and I was kind of being salty to everybody by the afternoon. I was like, nobody... What are you so mad about? <laughs> are you still mad at me? And I'm like, I don't know. Can you tell me what day it is? No, no, no. It's Monday. No, 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 no. <laughs> you were like, why do you think I'm mad at you? And then I got indignant about that because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never, ever been the kind of person who expects you to know Correct. why I am mad. 100%. We don't play those games with each other. No, absolutely not. Except. And, and so, <laughs> so was I was like, I don't know why you're acting like this. If you're upset with me, you need to tell me why, because I always do you that courtesy. <laughs> yep, 100%. You do. You're totally right. You do. I'm not even. And then I said. And then you're like, what day is today? And at first I was like, I think it's the 22nd. <laughs> and then Turns I realized was I was days off. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's your birthday. <laughs> I always put it in. I felt so bad. I, always, I feel <laughs> like I, I, I do get mad about things. But at the same time, I, I also will try and think like, how would Leia react to this? Oh, I'd be so angry. And I'm I'm usually you on the be, less angry side of would, however I think you would act. You would have been paying for that for so long. 
Yes, I think so. But uh, especially because my birthday and our anniversary are like right next to right. There's no excuse. (laughs) If you're missing one, you're probably missing. Um, but, but this weekend is obviously a lot of planning on your part. So I'm not like, you know, what's so ironic I can't be mad. is I was ordering your birthday cake that day. That's hilarious. On your birthday. I don't even. And then I was like, okay, well, this is when we need to pick up the birthday cakes. Right. Blah, blah, blah. So I placed the order and I have things planned for you for this week for your birthday. Oh no. There were things that I was going to do on the date that in my mind your birthday, like right, the right, day right. of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And then I was like, "Oh no. <laughs> I messed up." <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there you go. So That's... now you have the upper hand <laughs> for the first time <laughs> in I don't know. How long have we been married? For the first time in forever. 13 years. For the first time in 13, you have the upper hand. (laughs) Uh, Well, hello again. Does it feel nice? (laughs) I I don't know. I I always feel like I'm I'm pretty good in the hand department. (laughs) Well, thanks again, everybody, for clicking on the Ham Radio Crash Course podcast. We like to click click off. I keep saying click off. I always say that accidentally. I don't know why. We'd like to kick off the Ham Radio Crash Course podcast with the Ham Radio Minute. It's never a minute. And today's minute is uh, get some elevation. But um, we've talked about that in the past. I have recently started taking Ben and Edison to a track uh, club. It's at a local college. And the college has some pretty significant bleachers. And I've started... You're not going to like it next month. They're renovating that track. We're not going there anymore. That's fine. But the the minute here is, yeah, sure, you can find some place to get above, you know, get higher up, like, you know, the roof of a building or whatnot. But the the stadium, particularly bleachers at like a college or high school, they're actually really good because they're low RFI. They just tune them up. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I can talk about that in a, in a second here. But um yeah, when you go up there, I was I was really impressed. It was really, really quiet, really quiet. They even had all the little sodium lights on, no noise whatsoever. So I just dragged my KX2 out there, and I put the little AX1 vertical up. I was able to talk to Mike in Texas a couple weeks ago uh, with it without much problem. And today I just listen to people uh, doing CW contacts, just trying to brush up on receiving Morse code while watching the kids run. I was just sitting there on the radio listening. And the cool thing about the KX2 is it's really stealthy. That vertical antenna, when it's coming off the side of it, even though people like may look at it, but it's such a small little package that they're just like, eh, this guy just is playing around with some AM radio or something like that. So it's it's really quite quite interesting. So if you're ever kind of curious um, to try something like that out, there's a couple of vertical antennas you might be able to use. Obviously, if you're a KX1 owner and you have an AX1 antenna, that's just a that's just perfect. You can take that up there and you can actually do pretty well with it. I was pretty surprised. But at the very least, it'd be a really good receiver for you. So there's all kinds of shortwave, shortwave enthusiasts who might find that a pretty good way to go. So yeah, there's the, uh, the Ham Radio Minute. Well, join our weekly nets. Reminder for everybody listening, if you go to hrcc.link, L-I-N-K, yes, that is a website. That is our Thursday digital net 
live stream website. We have DSTAR, DMR, and Yesu System Fusion incorporated in that net, and we take uh, live contacts. From, what doesn't it have, you know? Uh, P25 people bug us about. There's a mm. couple of other modes of operation that it could, M17. I'm not sure that we don't do that yet, though. And we meet every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. PST, and our Friday HFnet is quite the hoot. They meet up on Discord under the hashtag HF-net chat such a hoot nanny and they can they congregate there between 6 and 6 30 6 30 is the time that the net begins again that specific standard time and they have been meeting up on 40 meters but they'll sometimes jump around a little bit 40 meters has been like really really good these last couple of months so that's kind of uh where we kick off all the fun Leia, would you like to take a test it's go time it is to continue <laughs> taking the test Oh no. It's, oh yeah. It's so fast now. Right into the humiliation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really it's really setting the hook. That's why we moved it forward. I'm in question twenty-two of thirty-five. Yes. What benefit can high geomagnetic activity have on radio communications? A auroras that can reflect VHF signals. B Higher signal strength for HF signals passing through polar regions, C, reduced long delayed echoes, or D, improved HF long path propagation. Uh, I got this one wrong, but it is auroras that yes. can reflect VHF signals. Yeah. Hey, the auroras are being, are, are like being seen by really low areas now, comparatively low. Yeah, there was a couple of times that happened this year. Yeah, all it's the really way interesting. In, yeah, uh, in Southern California, even. Well, how did we miss it? How because it's not go there. You got to go to an area with low light pollution. So you can be in like mm-hmm. Joshua Tree. I mean, the Cleveland National Forest has low light pollution, so low because it is in the Paloma Observatory airspace. Mm-hmm. So they're not allowed. Mario to... Van Peebles low. Wow. <laughs> so low. <laughs> He was in a movie called Solo. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, did you hear that Blair Underwood is going to play Dumbledore? A what now? <laughs> is she British? Blair Underwood is a man. Oh, I, I have to show wait, you. Who now. is Blair? Who am I thinking of? Uh, I don't know. Isn't there another Underwood? I. Uh, okay, show I, me. Show I, me the Blair <laughs> Underwood. You're really just trying to get out of this test. Dumbledore. Okay. I mean, you can continue taking the test, and I can look it up because you know what Blair Underwood looks like. Okay. Here this we go. is the great rumor. for pod. Great this is for... the rumor. That's Blair Underwood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was he? What was he in? He's in a bunch. He's been in a bunch of things. Right? He he was like a specific era. Do you know how people talk about Denzel now? Mm-hmm. He was the pre-Denzel Blair. Like, everybody would be like, Blair Underwood, best-looking black man. <laughs> that was always the thing. Now it's, well, is it still Denzel? No. I don't know. No. It's the other guy. The other guy. He's got the name that's kind of hard to print. Um, I... uh, oh, Idris part. Elba. Idris Elba. Yes. yes. Okay. He's okay. the guy. 
Yeah. He's the new Denzel. He was okay. uh, very good in Suicide Squad, the, the remake of Suicide Squad. Okay. Which of the following narrowband digital modes can receive signals with very low signal-to-noise ratio? A, MSK-144, B, FT8, C, MFSK-32, or D, Amtor? And the answer is B, FT8. Yeah. Oh, how did you know? Well, you know, sweatshirts. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a shirt that Hoodies. says it's, it's, not a, it's a low signal mode, not a low power mode? We do have a low a low signal FT8 shirt mm -hmm. that has a waterfall that fills in the letters. Okay. Yeah. Amtactical.com. Uh, what does front to back ratio mean in reference to a Yagi antenna? I know it's not the sound system in your car. <laughs> it doesn't also have the side to side. <laughs> A, the power radiated in the major radiation lobe compared to that in the opposite direction. B, the relative position of the driven element with respect to the reflectors and directors. C, the ratio of forward gain to dipole gain. D, the number of directors versus the number of reflectors. I did not get this That's right. the first one. The power radiated in the major radiation lobe compared to that in the opposite direction. Front to back ratio is specifically, uh, it for, it's for many antennas, but Yaggies. There you go. Directional, like a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Which of the following can be determined with a field strength meter? Oh. A, the presence and amount of amplitude distortion of a transmitter. B, the radiation resistance of an antenna. C, the radiation pattern of an antenna. Or D, the presence and amount of phase distortion of a transmitter. Mm. I likely need to do a video on this. I got that wrong. The answer is C, the radiation pattern of an antenna. So check this out. This is, check actually, in. this is actually pretty cool. So let's say you would go to a park or like a football field. Okay. Something that's really big. Okay. Right? Like and a you, track. Sure. Uh, a track would be good, right? If it had a full track with a football stadium in, in the yeah. middle. And you put an antenna in the middle, mm -hmm. right? And then you draw a circle around that antenna. And you set like a point at every 10 feet around that circle and you took a field strength meter, right? Mm -hmm. And you put it on a pole at one of those spots and then you transmitted into it and you measured the intensity of the power received at the field strength meter. Mm -hmm. And then you went around every 10 feet and went all the way around that circle, noting all those figures. Well, that fig the figures would fluctuate. They'd go up, they'd go down. Sure. And you could literally then take that information and plot the pattern of that antenna. Oh, and that's what they—that's why they use field strength meters. They're really, really um, in in many antenna engineering type things. They use field strength meters, uh, it, and of course, I was using a very simplistic way to explain it, but that's the best way I know to sure. do it. Sure. Volunteer examiners are accredited by what organization? A, a volunteer examiner coordinator. B, the Wireless Telecommunications Bureau. Mm. C, the Universal Licensing System. Or D, the Federal Communications Commission. The answer is A, the Volunteer Examiner Coordinator. Yes. Which element of the triode vacuum tube is used to regulate the flow of electrons between cathode and plate? A, control grid, B, screen grid, C, heater, D, trigger, 
electrode? And the answer is A, control grid. Yes. Great. Very that's good. me. Okay. If you'd like to study along with Leia, we highly recommend that hamstudy.org. We really do. You can go to that website. You can take practice exams. And then after you take a few, it'll start telling you sub-elements, which every test is broken up into sub-elements, that you don't do so hot in. And then you can focus your studying effort to better yourselves in the areas you don't do that great at. And you know what? It's free. And it's free. And you can, of course, if you like them books, go check out the Gordon West Ham Radio Test Prep books that are on Amazon. We have links in the show notes for that, as well as the Fast Track to Your Ham Radio License books that are on Audible. I like all of the Fast Track series audiobooks from Technician all the way through Extra, so check that out. Further, if you want to help out the Ham Radio Conver uh, the Ham Radio Crash Course podcast, feel free to join the conversation by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts for this show and or emailing us at leah at hamtactical.com. Le leaving a review wherever you listen to the podcast will help the Ham Radio Crash Course reach more hams and the ham curious, and we appreciate it. Unfortunately, we don't have any iTunes reviews this week, but oh. we did get a uh, pretty fun little comment yay uh over on podbean uh for our last episode it's from seth hey seth thank you josh and leah for all you do for the new and ham curious i'm currently on the extended study program of studying for the technician two months of ham study and mr west books and lots of youtube videos i'm giving myself into the beginning of june to get ready for the exam the local amateur radio club does testing at the beginning of each month i would like to get i I, w I would have got discouraged with the path to uh, license if it wasn't for this podcast. Oh, well, thank you again. And Nathan replied to that comment and said, these are the stories we other podcast listeners and co-producers want to hear. Makes us happy. You can do it, Seth. You so can it, do it. Thank at you, least on Nate. Podbean, you can have a bit of back and forth there, too. So that's nice yeah. that that's uh, that's something that can happen. So excellent. Yeah, very good. Thank you for leaving. Are you ready? Thank you. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Into you the ready? unknown I will go, go. for I shall ready? fear no Let's man go. or beast. Let's go. Let's One go. foot after on. the other, for go. I am prepared to survive. I'm not allergic to bees. Indeed. This week, mm -hmm. we're back again at r slash property. <laughs> okay. I can't tell you who wrote this because the user deleted themselves oh <laughs> not not like deleted permanently but deleted their account <laughs> they deleted themselves with prejudice <laughs> but the topic is what was the worst prepping advice you ever got okay all right which i love <laughs> okay so this person has been involved with prepping for some time. And uh, when you first get started mm -hmm. in anything, really, sometimes you get bad advice. Sure. And a lot of it. For example, some advice this person got was to only have gold and silver as currency. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because fiat money isn't backed by anything and could collapse. But it's not realistic to throw all your money in gold and silver. So, uh, you know, you got to keep some standard currency of whatever country you're in. Sure. 
right? And until the currency does collapse. Right. And then I would argue that pennies are pretty good because copper. I mean, you're talking about pre-82, 81. Sure. Old pennies. Okay. All right. I mean, again, that's... Don't know how I feel about that anymore. Okay. <laughs> so here's some other bad advice. We're uh, going okay. to go through the list. Being obese and surviving off fat stores is a good idea. I think we've talked about this concept before. Uh, I've, I've known... I don't know that someone tells you get obese and then live off your fat supply. Right. I think what they will say is that like they will comment on the fact that they may be overweight and be like, when SHTF happens, I'll just work it all off because I've got all this food surplus in my body. Right. Right. And I'll get skinny really fast, which, okay, maybe. But in the meantime, you're probably not going to be able to like run. Right. <laughs> which is the big critique. Cardio it. seems to be important. Right. And this guy says that he lost 12 pounds in 12 days by not drinking Mountain Dew. What? How is that possible? Uh, a pound a day for not drinking Mountain Dew? He might have been allergic to Mountain Dew. I gotta be <laughs> honest. If if it's causing that much inflammation retention in your body. Retention inflammation. Yeah. I'm... I, I, let's That's impressive. I, yeah, That's impressive. Okay. okay. Uh, the next one, yeah. all you need is a good gun, then you can take whatever you want. I, I've definitely heard people say that. And like, I'm just going to go rob my neighbor's house. Like, oh, my God. Okay. Um, that makes me scared for what could happen. That is exactly why That's, Yeah, exactly. everybody who, like, fetishizes things collapsing, uh-huh. not a good, not good, Mm-mm. not not good. Here's a particularly bad piece of advice. Make sure you tell the pe- tell all people that you prepare so that they know they can come to you in a SHTF situation. <laughs> That's uh okay. Here's where I keep all my caches. <laughs> and my hidden You would not believe bunkers. the amount of gold bullion I am stockpiling. After you tell everyone I've moved on to the gold standard. Yes. <laughs> I've moved my my personal economic plan to the gold standard uh this person says the worst advice i've ever received was not to bother (laughs) not to bother prepping at all just forget it that is the other side of the right yeah of the triangle or the coin uh how about this one bugging out is a good idea Uh, yeah i know there's still a lot of people who believe that unless they've got you know this bug out cabin or something that they can easily get to and not be bogged down with traffic uh, yeah okay i i would say don't do that the alternate advice just bug out and hunt and forage off the land i love that one because most people living in suburban environments that's not gonna work I, i i want anybody who like feels that way to go take a weekend and like, you know, have some backup food and then just try doing that. Just try foraging. And and let's just say, let's say you don't really want to hunt. Just try living off fish. It's so Fishing's hard to catch fish. It's, it's, it's so not, hard. Fishing isn't difficult, particularly in areas where there's like not I heavy pressure. I recently found out that bluegill is supposedly very tasty, actually. Yeah, but it's bony. You just eat the bones. No, you do not. Yes. N- yes. Okay. 
You talk to Sarah about this one, I'm, okay? Because they've been just eating the bluegill that they catch and bones and all, and it's all fine. So, I also watched you entire lot eat a bunch of sand crabs. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, sand fleas. So yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> they were good. They were like like popcorn shrimp. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> But like all whole. But like all just lots of corn hull. Ben loved it. So. I am not. Uh, <laughs> I don't disagree that it was probably tasty. I just don't like eating crustaceans that taste like that, that feel like I'm chewing on my fingernails. Okay. Fair. Like you guys eat whole shrimp too. Yeah. Salt and pepper shrimp, man. I know. The flavor is on the shell. I know. And okay. it's good. I just don't like eating the shell. I get it. I get it. I'm a, an uncivilized, you know, barbarian. Uh, this one comment says, I actually think ham radio for comms is pretty lame. And I went through all the work to get my license and buy equipment. My weekly check-in barely reaches a nearby repeater. And in a crisis, I won't want to talk to anyone on ham radio anyways. <laughs> That was just in there? Yes. <laughs> you are so upset right I'm now. I'm not upset. Your face is like, what is happening? I'm not upset. I'm just like, that person is like, you know what? Probably okay that they're not going to be on yes. ham radio. Like yeah. there's probably, it's it's a, self, it's a self-regulating hobby sometimes and that's all right. All right. Here's the, here's the last one I'm going to share. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the 10,000 rounds of 22 LR crowd. <laughs> I don't either, man. I don't either. Spend a day hunting small game and you'll realize there just isn't enough of it to need that much. Never mind the fact that rabbit starvation is a thing because it's like all protein, no fat. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have never understood this. I have never understood. And... California, we got a lot of those people because of our sometimes difficulty in getting ammunition. God, 22 is so fun, actually. No, I'm, I'm like not. Like 22 okay. rifle is like one of my favorite things to shoot. Oh, yeah. No question. But, you know, if you go to a Walmart right out here, you can't do this anymore. But when the, when the, we were at the height of this, really the only round that it was the, any num- like amount of supply of was 22. Because with 22... You can go and buy like a 500 count brick and you can hold it in your hand and there's 500 rounds in your hand, yes. right? 500 rounds of 223 is, is, is way larger, way larger, mm-hmm. right? Or 556, five, whatever you want to call it. So y- y- it starts to add up quick though. If you're holding 500 rounds in your hand and it's like, you know, the size of a large paperweight, mm-hmm. then, well, I'll just buy like 50 more of these. And then, you know, all of a sudden, there you go, right? You've got... <laughs> 5,000 rounds. Oh, no. Uh, 25. How many rounds is that? Why, why is my math wrong? 2,500? 25,000? What did you say? So you buy 50 500 round boxes. 50? <laughs> did you say 50 Because they're not that heavy, right? So you just like start stockpiling them. It's twenty five thousand. Yeah, twenty five thousand, and there you go. That's not that's not that hard to do over the course of a couple of months by buying like one box 
a week or a month chasing around Walmart. And people used to do that, and they'd turn around and then they'd sell them at incredibly high prices because they were basically um, buying the limit that they could buy and then flipping them. They'd get there really early early in the morning and line up. They didn't care so much about the nine millimeters or the 40 or anything like that, but there you go. Now now they've got like a built-in hoard, if you will. It's it's like toilet paper. Mm. It's the same thing that we went through with uh, COVID. So anyway. Can't wipe your butt with 22, though. Once. <laughs> <laughs> you could wipe it at least once. Have you ever received bad prepping advice? Um. Yeah, lots of people told me to go buy a life straw. <laughs> I'm curious to know, everybody. Let us know your like the worst uh, prepping advice you've received. Here's one of my favorite things about the life straw because you see this in the ads. They'll show a picture of a guy laying on the bank of a stream mm. with his head shoved in the water with a straw sucking water through it. Mm. You know what likes Delicious. to hunt in the stream areas because that's where the animals go? And they like to ambush them when they bend over to take a drink. Why? Mountain lions. <laughs> Life straw is just a big mountain lion conspiracy. So yeah, if you want to go LARP as a uh, as a deer, then yeah, go get a <laughs> go, go get a life straw and stick your head in a stream. I I, I yeah. There there's better options than a life straw. Plus they they don't have a maximum life um, as much as other other uh types of filters so here you go all right so the show topic all right so today's discussion for today the topic of today's show is gentlemen let's get down to business so there's this idea i've had that i've been kicking around for a little while oh yeah and it goes hand in hand with things like parks on the air uh the portable radio challenge that KM4ACK came up with. All right. KMAC. Uh, summits on the air. A number of things. I'm, I, I'm calling it the one-hour challenge. Okay. Okay. And here's the idea. It's... As many contacts as you can make in an hour? Uh, that's definitely part of it, right? Okay. Because I was going to say, I've got kind of got the hang of it now. Right. There's a little <laughs> more to it. So... One bag, one hour, and in that bag, you need to have as many modes of communication as possible. Your setup time is included in that one hour. Okay. So let's say you go to a POTA site. You walk up, you put your bag down, you start the timer. One hour. This is a personal challenge. This isn't like for an... I'm not... This isn't like... It's not for points? Not yet, anyway. If we can workshop it, you know, um, feel free to reach out. Send us an email at layathamtactical.com. So one bag, one hour, as many modes of communication or modes of operation and you can have at that time and as many contacts. The bag should be carried easily, meaning, you know, it's not some 100-pound thing with wheels on it that you drag from your trunk to your picnic table. There's no limit on the power output. There's no limit on antennas. There's no limit on the amount of radios you have. But again, it's got to be a bag that you can easily take and set up and whatnot. Ideally, if you can activate a POTA in that hour, that'd be really good, right? Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, single sideband, this is no problem. They'll be able to make a contact on that. No big deal, even with a compromised antenna. But that's just one mode of operation. Okay. 
So to add to that, Morse code, CW, most people, that would be very difficult. For some of you, again, that's a breeze. You already have a key in your bag. you got a microphone in your bag. There's two modes of operation right there. FT4, FT8, that counts. That's a mode of operation. Since FT8 is the kind of foundation of JS8 call, that's a separate mode of operation. So if you can make a contact there, that counts too. Winlink. So technically, when you make a, a Winlink node connection to receive your email, mm -hmm. you're not really talking to a human being. It's more like a, a an automated station that you're connecting to. But that's still a connection between a licensed amateur operator's station. So I count that. That's okay. So if you're able to receive your email, send email, that counts. Working somebody on a repeater is also okay. The reason for that is all of these things have direct correlation to emergency use of radio. Okay. You would use a repeater in an emergency, particularly if it's on secondary power or something like that. It had solar capability or a gas generator. 100% okay. SSTV, <laughs> slow scan television. If you exchange contacts huh. with somebody on slow scan television, sure, why not? What's the practical use of that? Well, let's say you are in the middle of nowhere and you get bit by a snake. This is what Negan looks like. That's what I would use it for. <laughs> what? This is what Negan looks like. Oh, yeah, after, after you killed Glenn? <laughs> yeah. So you get bit by a snake, and you happen to, like, throw a rock at it, and let's say you killed it or whatever, and you're in the middle of nowhere. You need help. You're already calling. Like, you, let's say you made a contact, and you're like, oh, my God, I got bit by a snake. What does it look like? It's a brown snake. <laughs> solid uh, that's not very helpful right so now you just take a picture of it upload that to your computer and then do sstv transmitting it to someone they can give it to the uh you know the the first responders and they're like oh that's a you know you got bit by a rattlesnake i've blah, been blah, blah. stabbed how do i get this out let me take a picture of this uh <laughs> i got stabbed 23 times what's the, <laughs> what's the medicine for this that you can bring me but this is again it's it's a it's a personal capability thing Sure. You may have a radio in your car. You may have a radio at home. You may have all these capabilities. But for a lot of you, going back to the prepper comments from earlier, right? Uh, if you're always going to have some kind of 72-hour bag or a bug-out bag or something like that, this would be a prime candidate to shove something like a KX2 in your bag or a true SDX or a Yesu 818 or 817 or heck even an ICOM IC705 because the 705 is actually really good at doing multiple modes of operation. So challenge yourself to think about the level of functionality that you can pack in your bag. And I would like to caveat that with make sure that you're not weighing yourself down by adding functionality. You still want to be mobile. You want it to be lightweight. So finding that very fine line of balance in functionality versus just I've got the kitchen sink on my back. I can't do five miles now because I'm just going to die. Um, so what does that mean? Could just mean VHF, UHF radio. There's your FM contact for repeaters. You can do one on simplex. We could call that different too. Why not? APRS, that's a different mode of operation, right? So for most people... Just with a handheld alone and maybe a phone, for those of you that don't have a, um, an APRS-capable VHF, UHF radio, and your HF radio in your bag, you've got a couple of different 
modes of operation that you can do without much issue. And uh, yeah, fun little challenge. See what you can put together and then go test it. Take that hour and see if you can go make a contact, at least one contact on each of those modes. And then if you want to finish up, wrap up the POTA too. That's even better. So yeah. Thanks for your... Look uh, at that. New ham challenges. New ham challenges. So we're workshopping it. We'll talk about it in emails if you guys want to send it, or maybe we'll talk about it on the uh, the campout during the live stream. What's happening? The staircases change, remember? Let's go this way. Before the staircase moves again... Welcome to the email correspondence tower. On your left is the physical mail annex. I got a lot of QSL cards. Thank you for everyone sending that. And next week we'll be sending some mail out of the annex for all the producer level new patrons that have signed up. So thank you for the support over there. But no packages, so we'll check in again next week. That means we're sliding over to the right to the voicemail annex. Leia, if someone would like to read their email to us on the voicemail, how would someone go about doing that? Well, they could call 562-334-2389. Fantastic. Let's hear them. Hey, Lay and Josh. It's Pam Solo, Kilo Zero, Foxtrot, Yankee Romeo. Hey, Pam Solo. I am just coming back from my second Earth Moon Earth contest. Yummy against the ladies. Using the Pushner Radio Telescope in Southeast Colorado. And so we started on uh, Friday night, and we actually contacted a station with uh, Moon Bounce in California, KB2SA. Wow. And this might be the first SSTV <coughs> Earth Moon Earth in North America between his uh, dish, a 1.9-meter dish, and our 60-foot dish over here in southeast uh, Colorado. And so I got to uh, get on. We're operating as... Kilo Zero Papa Radio Tango, or Kilo Zero Pushner Radio Telescope, wow. using a 705, IC705 with cool. a whole brew transverter wow. up in the speed point. And uh, I was able to get the Czech Republic, London, Alberta, Canada, and Maine uh, when I was operating as uh, K0PRT. And then we got that slow scan TV uh, signal the night before the contest. And so pretty proud about that and got another Earth, Moon, Earth under the belt and everything's going good so far. That's so I'm cool. I'm headed out to uh, go teach in some other states, but uh, just want to tell you what's up. So go ahead and say 73. This is Ham Solo, Kilo Zero, Foxtrot, Yankee Romeo. That is super cool. That's very cool. Oh, wait, there's a follow-up. Oh, here we Ham go. Solo. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ham Solo again. I uh, forgot to tell you what we were operating on. Uh, we were doing a 23 centimeter band or the 1.2 gigahertz using, uh, like I said, the IC705. And then we up in the feed point of the 60 foot dish, we had a homebrew transverter that we were operating on uh, 10 meters. On the IC705, it was transverting up in the dish. That's so cool. To uh, 23 centimeters or the 1296 megahertz uh, band. And we were probably putting out 10 watts through the IC705, about 370 watts in the amplifier with the transverter. 
And so we were getting a 40 decibel gain with the dish. And so about 10 million EIRP uh, hitting the moon and coming back. And so pretty good station set up. I'll be posting that video on Wednesday. It'll probably uh, come out before this uh, podcast uh, next Friday. But just want to let you know uh, that's what was going on. And uh, that's the the, uh, band that we were operating on. So again, it's Ham Solo K0FYR. 73. That's super cool. Thanks, Thanks for sharing Ham that. Solo. Can't wait to see that video. Yeah. Everybody go and check out Ham Solo's uh, channel to see that cool EME action. I thought he was going to pull news. He had to send us a voicemail. Hi, guys. I pulled over uh, being Justin chased here, by ladies. Kilo, Oscar, Ford, Charlie, <laughs> Echo, Quebec. I'm just making my way up from Florida up to uh, Virginia. I'm going to be doing a 100-mile hike on the Appalachian Trail in Shenandoah. Oh, man. I'm doing a uh, bunch of... Uh, Code activations and soda activations. I'm calling just real quick to um, ask both of y'all both of y'all questions. Well, one question and one one suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah, as far as the uh, food preparedness, you said you needed to do better on that. I found as far as long term storage goes, rice. I buy the 50, uh, 50 pound bags, and then instead of putting them into large five gallon buckets or mylar bags, I actually put them into one gallon mylar bags. And we rotate them in and out first and first out. So whenever we're eating, we're usually eating about 15-year-old rice. Um, And that (laughs) makes us way less anxious about cracking into a large food cache and then worrying about about having that go bad after a while. And, Josh, um, I've got a question for you. I recently uh, received a uh, crack in SDR. I don't know if you've done uh, any fiddling around with one of those. But uh, uh, if so, what, what are your thoughts? Anyways, I'll let you guys get back to it have a great day okay 4 ceq 73 well i'm gonna go first yeah go ahead i am actually very particular very about the rice that we eat i might even be more particular than you (laughs) because i always make an effort to buy new harvest rice Mm -hmm. because i can take taste the difference between old rice and new rice okay and so the idea of subsisting off of 15-year-old rice regularly seems... I don't know how... To, I mean, we should actually open one of those bags. We and, should. And try it out because... But I really like this idea uh-huh. of moving to um, one-gallon Mylar bags or something. Basically, the storage equivalent of what I would use normally Mm-hmm. And then just swapping them out because sure. then it's it's not so painful. I have a feeling once you once we've added we we add oxygen oxygen absorbers to the mylar bags mm-hmm. they're sealed really well so they you know they they basically vacuum seal themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's they're fine. Mm, I doubt it. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm, I, sure, I'm sure we have to try. I'm it. sure that the rice will taste okay. Oh, okay. In that sense, like. You will be able to tell the difference, of course. Yes, yes. Or maybe we do the Pepsi challenge for rice. Oh, yeah. One of these rice is 10 years old. <laughs> Can Leah tell the You're difference? You're like, it's this one. <laughs> oh, damn. That was a boring episode. <laughs> okay. All right. So the Kraken SDR. I have not had the opportunity to experience the Kraken SDR yet. Uh, I was going to go buy one. But a friend of mine, one not a Rubicon, he's got one. And I have been 
super busy. In fact, I, I had to cancel on a video that we were going to do together because the whole family got sick. And then after that, it was just full intensity, which these months of the year are just maximum intensity. We've got Hamvention next month. Uh, obviously, we're doing the camp out. Just so much going on. But I'll get together with Nada Rubicon, and he told me I can I can borrow it from him. From everything he's told me, and you can go watch his video. He used it to track down a radio jammer on their repeaters. And he's like, yeah, this thing, this, this thing is amazing. He's like, everything you did on the video, you know, showing people how to direction find, uh, we were able to do it, never getting out of the car, very little work we had to do to track this person down. And they literally found him in, I think, half of the time it took me to find the station that was deliberately, like, going out of his way to cause interference, right? Mm -hmm. The Kraken SDR just, so what you don't know, you, you have no idea what this is, but it's a um, and so it's a software-defined radio device, yeah. and that goes inside the vehicle. But on top of your vehicle, you use this template to lay out five antennas that are spaced apart from each other. Mm -hmm. And what the SDR does is, when someone's transmitting into a repeater or just transmitting in general, mm -hmm. those five antennas, because of their equidistant spacing, yeah. some of them will receive more signal than the ones that are further oh. away. And it knows based off of that template and the programming, which direction the intensity of that signal is coming from. So it's a, it's a Doppler. Um, so I'm not sure if it's, it, it's likely Doppler, but it could be TDMA, uh, time difference on... TD time difference on TDOA time difference on arrival. Okay. So that would require multiple receivers, which it, it may actually function that way, or just multiple instances. Um, doesn't matter. That's in the weeds somewhat. But anyway, it can basically give you a direct location within very high accuracy as you start getting closer and closer and closer to the offending uh, transmitter. I did see that video of. Uh... Of you and not a Rubicon. Yeah, and I mean, that is a stopping, getting out, using an antenna, pointing in the direction, and my best judgment on where the signal's coming from, right? Versus if you're just in the car trolling around, the SDR is constantly listening, constantly updating, and constantly giving you a new waypoint of where it thinks the signal's coming from. And from what I understand about the interface, which is like, you know, iPad slash iPhone interface, it's very effective, and it's very easy to use. Cool. It's a $500 device, just FYI, everybody. All right. Well, thank you so much for your voicemail, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Hopefully, I'll be able to borrow Mr. Rubicon's uh, SDR. He's not a Rubicon. Mr. Not a Rubicon. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Leah and Josh. It's Chris, W-O-8-U-S-A. Hey, Chris. Hey, I just discovered uh, the podcast. I've been, been watching... Uh, Ham Radio Crash Course for a long time on uh, YouTube well, uh, and Discord. But, uh, wow, I don't know how you guys devote so much time to, uh, to, to doing this, but please keep it up. I uh, discovered it, uh, listen on Spotify, uh, cool. give, give you guys high high marks. But uh, oh, thank uh, it's you. just fantastic what you're doing. So uh, I, I know it's not probably as, uh, as wild a uh, – a character as uh, some of the other call-ins you get, <laughs> but uh, I think I speak for a lot of people when uh, just so much respect for everything you're doing for the ham radio community. Uh, just keep it up. Uh, it's uh, it's not only educational, it's entertaining too, and I absolutely love it. Oh, that's you both. Nice. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much, Chris. Much we, appreciated. We we try. We strive 
to provide edutainment. Edutainment. Such a dork word to say. Hello, this is Kilo One Mike Alvazula Nathan in Southern Vermont. Hey, Nathan. Hey. So I want to thank Josh. I know he spoke about it on the podcast last week, but um, uh, podcasts aren't great for actual visualization, so he yeah. created a video about using an upconverter. What's up, Converter? Um, that you can get like a six-pack online. Actually, the link that uh, Josh shared with the video, which I don't know is out yet or not, uh, the link he did that to um, all the six-packs were out of stock, so I did a 10-pack. So I don't know. If someone needs some Four more. converters, uh, buy them on Amazon, I guess. Um, so <laughs> I you. like the idea of the upconverter and using the power bank to be a- able to um, – power like the 705 on the higher end or even the probably uh, work well for like the true um, SDX mm-hmm. and uh, little things like he he showed. Um, I also uh, wanted to mention I saw a video from Michael KB9VVR. Yes. And he, uh, someone mentioned to him about trying to use a uh, metal screen. Yes. Like the, for <laughs> like a screen door. As a, uh, I think it's like the counterpoise mm-hmm. underneath a wolf of recoil or other um, antennas that, other antennas that uh, use like the long wires for counterpoise. Like I have the, uh, I kept with the 33, the three 33 foot counterpoise wires um, on wolf of recoil. So it takes up a lot of area, but if you uh, buy a, I think it's, like a seven, it's like seven foot roll of, I think it's aluminum. I got it at Home Depot or other uh, place. I think they, he bought it at Menards and I don't know where that is. I guess that's Midwest. Don't, didn't we he, used to have a Menards around here? Uh, use that. And Seal Beach. He was able to use uh, that instead of the long or even the shorter bunch of counterpoise. And he was able to get a good SWR. So I'll uh, leave it there before I time out. Uh, the repeater or the uh, the phone line. Um, thank you very much. This is Kilo One Mike Alvazulu Zulu saying seventy three. Well, oh wait, there's one more. For yeah. Nathan. Okay. Did you want to comment on that one first? Yeah. The um, the radials. So when we're talking about a vertical antenna, we're usually putting radial wires underneath it, bundles of wire, like five strands of fifteen foot wires, right? So what? Oh, and it's it's KBR. I can't remember the, the call sign off the top of my head, and I, I apologize. But yeah, he makes a lot of videos, good videos. He's a, he's a he's a good ham YouTube creator. Anyway, he took a, a roll of screen door, right? The roll of screen, like mm-hmm. for windows, screen doors, whatever, and cut it to a long rectangle. And then he just used like an alligator clip and a wire to connect it to the the shield side of the antenna, the the radial side. And it worked fantastically, he said. It, it worked really well on the video. It looks like it's performing like good, very good. So it's all the craze right now. People are talking about it. I've already seen the Discord blowing up with people asking questions about it. But yeah, super simple. And yeah, why not? Absolutely. Go nuts with that. I, I'm really interested to see when somebody puts out like they create a circle like a big circle. I don't know if that's going to do anything different, but you know what? We could test that. We could make a big rectangle and test it. We could do a big circle and test it and see which one fares the best. And 
Heck yeah, totally down with this uh, level of air experimentation. So Michael, good job on the video. So, okay, what's the, what's the next from uh, Nathan there? All right. Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> oh, this is Kilo One Mike Alpha Zulu. I'm going to be quick because I know I already left a voicemail and I don't want people to get mad at me. So oh. I just wanted to acknowledge and thank Josh for um, all the videos he makes. And I see that the um, video I spoke about in my earlier voicemail was uh, just released today. This is uh, Thursday night that I'm recording this. Oh, okay. And um, I just want to acknowledge um, how uh, calm and collected Josh is when he um, when he uh, comments back to people that leave comments on his videos, um, <laughs> such as the, the people that are uh, triggered when they hear Josh talk about Bioeno. So, oh, um, yeah. I like Bioeno. Bioeno is controversial? I got a uh, 12... And 12 volt, I don't know, battery from Bioeno that I use on my activations. I use other batteries too, but um, Bioeno has been actually the most consistent one. Um, so I also support Bioeno and um, support you that support Bioeno. So I just want to say uh, thank you. This is Kilo One Mike Alvazulu saying 73 and appreciate Josh. Oh, and the. Uh, Thanks for being on the podcast, Leia. Um, I don't know how many days are left, but um, your days are numbered. My days are numbered. For testing. Oh, for um, testing. Okay. So, goodbye. This is Keto One Mike Alvazulu saying 73. Bye. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, I'm, I've gotten, I've, I've noticed that I've gotten a couple of comments from people who, one, have been upset that I get access to radios. Like, it's a, uh, too big to somebody said too big to fail. What does that mean? Like, I, like I'm like I'm getting bailed out or something. By... <laughs> why? Why have you big banked it? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but you know, I, I want everybody to know that I seldom get things that I can keep. Right, I can get things that I can borrow. That's true. And then I send them back. Or in the case of like HRO, HRO is super cool with me. They're like, hey, if you could just do this in the store. Um, you know, then we don't have to worry about moving anything around. It's really easy for everybody. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, just thanks for the opportunity, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I guess you have to consider sometimes the amount of eyeballs of, that, that watch my videos. Now there's a pretty decent number. So it's kind of like good for everybody. I guess when you look at it that way, at least that's the way I look at it, but kind of not the point. Um, the, the Bioeno comment. So Bioeno has long time been making, batteries for the amateur radio market i don't know where the individual cells come from that go into the bioeno i don't know okay. if they're cheap low-grade cells i don't know but all signs point to they're high quality cells they provide the exact power that they have that they comment that they provide but they're expensive and so the comment that i got today was it would be great or um, it would be better if you took the time to talk about brands that weren't Bioeno because Bioeno is twice the price of the competition in the market. And I don't know that's true. One, in the sense that I've not actually gone in and done some kind of exhaustive research in this. And two, I know that there are a ton of 
resell or not resellers, but a ton of sellers on Amazon who sell similar products to what BioNO offers. But I have a hard time believing that they are using the same quality of material that BioNO uses at 50% the price of what a BioNO is. So um, I might do that. I might test uh, some of these other batteries at the same time. I hope everybody appreciates, like, I am not the source for all ham radio things. I, I'm not experienced about a lot of this stuff. So there are plenty of people who already do this. Mike, K at MRD, the Smokin' Ape. The Smokin' Ape in particular does some very good testing of batteries. He has the equipment to actually do much better testing on this. So the fact that I happen to have a couple of BioNO batteries and they work well enough for me, and I'm not trying to create this side gig where I test batteries, right? I've got so many other videos I can make. Battery videos are not like something I'm that passionate about. Right, so right. <laughs> I'm not going to spend that much time on this. So I take but what you works have such for me. A love of batteries. I mean, I like batteries for what they give me, which is power. And I found a brand in BioNO that gives me the power I need. So I don't really question it, right? Real Tim Allen vibe. Right. I don't really question it. So if you want to go to better channels that do that, then yeah, go check out the Smoking Ape in particular. And Mike Kate MRD, of course, he also does this. So I don't know, like. I, I guess every time I talk about something expensive, I think there's some people that want me to like give them the cheap option. The Ooh. problem is I've found as I've gotten older, not uh, everything has a cheap option. They, there isn't. There isn't a cheap option for every KX2. People will go, well, I'll just take a Shegu 6100 and a Shegu 6100, a KX2. It is not like it, it's just not the same radio. It's not that it, it's not as capable. It's differently capable. It does things that the KX2 doesn't do. Did you say it was differently It's capable? differently capable. It does things that the KX2 doesn't do. Um, oh, I'm not saying it's like handicapped. Um, but the, the KX2... No, your, no, your word choice is the correct I, word choice. Yeah, I, I thought so. Yeah. Why are you laughing at me then? <laughs> Why'd you pause my train of thought to, to call me out? Uh, but the KX2 has a much better front end, much better receiver than a Shegu 6100. 6100 is not nearly as reliable from my point of view in comparison to a KX2. But hey, again, these are my preferences. And I think these I say that. Confession. I think I say that in my videos that these are what I like. These are my recommendations for what I enjoy. That's not saying you won't like something else or that you might be okay with a cheap, er, Chinese made. Chinese manufactured battery. How mad would people be though if you're like, this is just like the bio and but cheaper, and then their batteries crap out? Well, that's yeah. So that's the other problem is that like every time I talk about a Chinese radio, I get flack, right? Like, why are you why are you always saying good things about China? I'm like, I'm, I'm talking about radio, man. I'm not. <laughs> it doesn't make me a communist because I use a Chinese radio, you know. So like. It's such it's such a duality on YouTube because no matter what you, you know do what now, does make you a you communist. Always, what? Believe me in communism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Living in a communist country. Well, uh, not even that's not even necessarily. I mean, you're 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 likely closer down the road than I would be. I mean, just because you had no choice. <laughs> you know. It's a long road to hoe to get to communism. It's... Uh yeah, I don't know. 
I don't think I have to tell dear podcast listener about this, but um, there you go. That's a little backstory on Nathan's uh, comment. Thank you, Nathan, as always. Thank you, Nathan. And that was the last voicemail. Who, buddy? We might actually get out of here in some time to pack some bags. At least do some laundry. Continue the laundry. That's right. I paused to swap the laundry, and while I was swapping the laundry, I was thinking to myself, man, how am I going to pack all this ham radio stuff? My go box, the 25-foot portamast from Chameleon. I thought to myself, what if we called it instead the Ham Radio Crash Course Podcast Campout? Then it would only have to be 10% ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could have a... Uh, a laptop playing the room for 24 hours <laughs> and other deep cuts of comments of movies that we've talked about. Uh, I could go on a rant for 12 hours about Warhammer 40k, just explaining <laughs> the world to everybody. Uh, there's lots of ways we could go with that. And then I wouldn't need all this ham radio stuff, just like the podcast. Wow. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding. But Well, I guess we'll make our way up the up the tower. Yeah, email so correspondence tower. Remember, you can email us your questions, comments about the show, thoughts. Maybe you want to send something about that one-hour challenge. And if you got a merch idea, we haven't mentioned this in a long time. If you send us an idea mm -hmm. to make a merch on hamtactical.com, which helps support this podcast, and we make that thing and we sell it, you get one for free for your idea. The first email mm. is titled Non-Ham Related <laughs> Just info for Leia. <laughs> Can you save it for the camp out? And this, <laughs> and this is from Vic. Hi, Leia. This week I'm calling... The Vic? Uh, Vic K0Pup. Oh, different Vic. <laughs> I mean, also an important Vic, but yes. not the Vic I'm thinking of. Well, yeah. wait till you hear what Vic has to say. Uh-oh, okay. Yeah. This week I'm calling in for the ham stuff. Uh, into the voicemail annex to try it out. But I know you love charcuterie, so I thought I'd send you a photo of some dry cured pork tenderloin you and Josh would love. That is the photo I've attached. You have to check out a YouTube channel. Uh, ooh, I'm not going to say that. Qu okay, I'll try. Choreo Colado. <laughs> nailed it. This guy is Italian and he does amazing recipes what? <laughs> that seem right in the ballpark for you and Josh. He also inspired me to get a hot deal on a wine fridge just for charcuterie and cheese making. Love your preppers corner and we are oh, pretty you. prepared for nearly anything. Keep up with the dad jokes. They're too funny. And that's from Vic K0PUP the Colorado pup. And you know what? While we're on the topic of dad jokes, mm -hmm. hold on to your butts here. <laughs> All of them. Because Nate, uh, a different Nate, uh, it's WY0X Nate, provided an amazing list. Of puns. A, a long list. I don't know. Are you going to yeah. try and get through all of I'm them? I'm going to get through a lot of them. Okay. Dad, are we pyromaniacs? Yes, we are, son. <laughs> what do you call a pig with laryngitis? Disgruntled. <laughs> Writing my name in cursive is my signature move. <laughs> God. Why do bees stay in their hives during winter? Swarm. 
<laughs> oh, I hate that one. If you're bad at haggling, you'll end up paying the price. Just so everyone's clear, I'm going to put on my glasses. <laughs> Jeez. A commander walks into a bar and orders everyone around. <laughs> Leia, um, while you're doing these, please do not wrap it up by saying, get it? I get it. It's a dad joke. I get it. I lost my job as a stage designer. I left without making a scene. <laughs> <laughs> How much did the pirate pay to get his ears pierced? Oh. You can answer this one. You know the answer. It's always the. <laughs> How much did he pay to get his ears pierced? I don't know. A buccaneer. <laughs> A buccaneer. Sure. Oh yeah. On his bucking head. Yeah. What is his buccaneers on his bucking head? Yeah. My friends and I have named our band Duvet. It's a cover band. <laughs> Jesus. So bad. <coughs> I lost my girlfriend's audiobook and now I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> oh. So bad. And they're all good. But it's like, oh. When I told my contractor I didn't want carpeted steps, they gave me a blank stare. <laughs> Bono and The Edge walk into a Dublin bar and the bartender says, oh, no, not you two again. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember the audacity of you two to put their album on our phones? <laughs> That's the, like, nothing ruined that band faster <laughs> than finding the audacity to give us an album for free. People, <laughs> people opened up iTunes on their iPhones and they just saw the album shoved onto their phone and they lost their ever-loved mind. How dare you? How dare How you? dare you take your intellectual property and put it on my phone? For free. Do you know how many gigs I have on this phone? <laughs> Never mind that only 10% of it's full. <laughs> All pictures of my grandchild. You have deeply offended You're deeply me. offended me. I, I do have one. Um, on Target Reviews sent me one on Instagram. <laughs> My kid broke two of my Eddie Mercury records. Now he wants to break three. <laughs> now he wants to break three. <laughs> That's the way I should have done it. Yeah. I screwed up the punchline. <laughs> All right, everybody, keep those coming. That's fantastic. Don't yeah, do that, please. Don't. No. Don't ever stop. Don't. <laughs> Take the journey with us. No. Don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. No, stop. It's fine. All right. The more I acknowledge it as a thing, the more it'll happen. That's the part. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. The babe. more I say no, the more will come. <laughs> the next email is titled Dayton Shirt for 2023. And this comes from R. Leia, are you and Josh doing a Dayton 2023 shirt? If we are, R, you yes. have to do it now. We are. It's at the end of the month. Guess what I'm not doing right now? 
making the shirt. <laughs> okay. I, I have to give you credit. That might be a Monday thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give, you know what? Go ahead. You earned it. You earned a break. Uh, your Dayton shirt was very well done. Oh, it thank was you. the can of Skyline Chili. Yes. And you, I believe you looked up what Xenia looked like, like a Skyline I Xenia. I did. <laughs> and you drew, like, no, I don't think people understand that. Like, you went and drew that on the label because I... Skyline Chili has a, a Skyline of Cincinnati. Yes. And so you took, you found a picture of a Skyline of Xenia and <laughs> drew that into the label. And I don't think people caught on. I don't think people noticed. I spend a lot of time on the little things, <laughs> you know, like the description for the products <laughs> that we get very little comments on, which always cracks me up. Um, and then you put like random antennas on the different buildings. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, a Dayton shirt is coming. I, I, inspiration just hasn't struck yet. I really, I'm not one of those people who pumps out. Uh, graphic designs because that's not my job <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You're, you're simply a freelance <laughs> yeah. all right I, I might be the lowest paid graphic designer ever <laughs> oh definitely although i don't know i've heard some horror stories on on, on reddit i just keep telling you listen you're paid in clout <laughs> Exposure. I'm, I'm paying you an exposure <laughs> for something that I don't want to be exposed on. <laughs> you should stop exposing me. Okay. I don't want you to expose yourself to me like this. <laughs> the next email is titled Podcast. Okay. And this comes from Chris. Mm -hmm. I believe the same Chris who left a voicemail. So this is fantastic. Yes. It says, Leia, I just discovered the podcast. Wow. Love this. But how in the world do you and Josh do all this in how many hours a week? Wow. Um, I don't know. Quite literally. I don't. This is. I, I don't. I, I don't. cannot express how many times a week people ask me <laughs> how I do it all like and and i i don't know the exact answer other than the fact that when i was supposed to meet my friend at the gym this morning i slept in my alarm but that was like you have been consistently going to the gym every weekday now for how long a month that's it's it's very impressive you have like totally followed through on that that's you're doing a great job well, in part because I have to let my friend in, which I didn't do you, today. Okay. Ex excluding this today. Yeah. Great job. And and I forgot my husband's birthday. So that's... <laughs> there are some things that happen occasionally. I will say... This was I... a very rough week, though. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. And, and it was yeah. like a rough week following rough weeks because i just finished quarter end you just finished quarter end we just went to my mom's in solvang yeah and we, typically after quarter end so i much. spend a good like couple of weeks catching up on things right and which just i kind did, of i was not able to decompressing do. yeah i i will say i almost don't want to know don't how many hours i spend on ham radio on like the channel and ham, like it's oh, i, I almost don't I even want i know to know I actually do, no. in fact, no. know. No, it's good. 
Okay. <laughs> you just bottle that up. <laughs> bottle it all up. Shove it back down. Shove it back down. <laughs> shove, shove it back down. I guess the answer is, you know, we just do it. <laughs> and time turners. <laughs> you are definitely the time turner. I am not the time turner. I'm just like, I... Mm. Maximum intensity. You know, the truth is, though, um, we have we have a good amount of help for the things that we do. You know what I mean? Mm. Like your family? Yeah. Like your mom? Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. just like, I think we have a good support system. Sure. Uh, but also, if you need help, I will drop things to do those things absolutely. for you and yeah. vice versa yeah, yeah, yeah. so absolutely uh, uh, so i guess the answer is have the right partner have the right partner i cannot state enough how and and this is like i it's it's something i could talk to somebody who's been doing youtube for a very long time mm -hmm. and they would get what i'm saying like 100 percent. yeah you have to get your workflow efficient if yeah. i did not spend 600 days plus making a video every day I don't think I would be able to do what I do now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I don't think that I spend less time necessarily. I think that just the videos are better mm. versus me just like pumping things out like mass quantity. Sure. But the mass quantity allowed me to figure out how to make the whole process faster. Yeah. You only learn that with time. Yeah. That's and in it. terms of the podcast, I mean... We have volunteer podcast co-producers. Oh, yeah. Who, All you emailing yeah. us. Everything that you guys do is what makes the podcast work. Otherwise, the podcast would have been done in like 45 minutes. We'd be an hour-long podcast and we've pretty much been done. Yeah. Which some of you might prefer that. But, hey, that's why we moved that all to the front. That's why we did it. It's for you. You can just all for you. peace out after that. Yeah. Uh, Chris continues, are you a voice model? Oh, that's so very mm. nice. That's that's a very nice compliment. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. 73, Chris, W08USA. Mm. That's a good call. Chris, sign. I am a voice model. You can pay for me by the hour. <laughs> Happy to do your voicemail messages. I'm on the cameo. <laughs> Check me out there, bud. You know what I really love is the voices on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has such a distinct voice that matches their character. It's in the last season. It's such a good show. That is absolutely a show that a couple could sit down and oh, watch. 100%. 100%. I just, I couldn't get hooked. No, it wasn't that you couldn't get hooked. It's that I jumped ahead of you. I didn't wait for you. Oh, and then it was like dead to you. Th that, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that does happen. I jumped ahead on something with you recently, didn't I? It's like the very rare time I do that. And then it was probably dead to me. No, you you caught up. I did? Yeah. Oh. I oh, I think, uh, was it Peripheral? Oh, yes. Peripheral is very good. Yeah. Yeah. That one is worth catching up to your significant other on. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for the nice voicemail, Chris. That is the true mark of a good show. What? Because I think most people are like me, where it's like if somebody jumps ahead, you're just like, ah, it's fine. You go have your fun. I'm done. Um, but if it's that good of a show, you're like, no, I'm going to catch up to watch this again. <laughs> yes. All right. The next question reads donation question. And this is oh. from Brooks. 
Hey, you two, if a company wanted to make a donation to your cause for giveaways, funding, etc., what would the check be made out to? <laughs> I mean, you can um, you can always PayPal us. It's right. Yeah, but if a company wants to do um, something for giveaways, I, reach out to us. Because... Yeah, send you can send an email to lay at hamtactical dot com. Just put like you know not for podcast or, yeah. or in the subject. You can mm-hmm. just kind of talk to exactly what you're saying. Um, yeah, because I I'm kind of curious which direction you want to go. I will say this too. There's a lot of companies that reach out to us that it just doesn't align. Yes. And in that case, it then we just don't do it. We're like, we're literally not going to be over here advertising like some fantasy sports league. With that said, betting. <laughs> check out our new sponsor, Magic Spoon Cereal. <laughs> They did email me. You know about that magic spoon cereal? I would get behind magic spoon cereal. We got kids that eat the, the problem, so much cereal. So the, the problem I have is that, like, I think magic spoon cereal, we could actually do, like, an ad on the podcast. Sure. But on one of my YouTube videos, you want me to hawk a cereal while I'm talking about a radio? Like, You know, what? when you're operating ham radio, sometimes you just have to eat now. <laughs> when I'm 12 hours in in a 24-hour contest, there's nothing quite like Cocoa Rocks from Magic Spoon. I don't want that crash from too much sugar. That's why this is sugar-free. Is and Magic also, Spoon sugar-free? And also gluten-free. It's both. It I cannot it's both. be. I think it's both. I literally cannot trust a kid's cereal I know, brand it's, it's probably not, that says it's probably that not sugar-free. Yeah, it's like it. artificial sugar, which is worse that is worse. Uh, high sh- uh, high protein, sugar free. How high protein, sugar free? How? I don't know, man. They got Aspartame. fruity peanut butter. Yeah, I'm sure it's loaded yeah. with artificial cocoa, cinnamon roll, frosted blueberry muffin, maple waffle. Now I'm literally doing an ad spot. We're not <laughs> keto no, friendly. I am. It is keto friendly. It's five, four to five net carbs per bowl grams. Four to five grams. Per, their bowl, though, is the size of like a shot glass, I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> you just shoot it. A little morning pick-me-up. I have to know what the sweetener is in it, though. Can you pull up the ingredients list? Because, oh, man, am I suspicious. The sweetener sugarine. What's just wrong with regular cereal? <laughs> Good old, like, Raisin Bran Crunch. <laughs> you and the Raisin Bran Crunch. I was... I was lamenting to Leia as uh, as we were packing for the camp out. She got those like single use cereals with the little cup. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed off that the the two flavors, the best flavors, Fruit Loops and Apple Jacks, they give you the least amount of cups. Yes. And they give you four cups of Frosted Flakes, which I'm not against Frosted Flakes. But if you put Fruit Loops against Apple Jacks, I'm going either one of those every time before Frosted Flakes. You just use the other ones to make garbage cookies. And then, and then the last one that they gave you like three of was frosted mini wheats. I'm like, who's eating this? And then I hear you in the background. Ooh, frosted mini wheats. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Get out of here, man. It's crazy. Ben saw me eating them because they're just like little haystacks, you know. <laughs> like, he saw me eating them and he's like, oh. And he tried one and he made a face at me. <laughs> Like, 
mom, why do you eat garbage? <laughs> okay. Do you know what alicose is or al... Nope. If you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at the nutritional panel, but they made it so that the text is like the text that goes on the the cialis ads on television right because they don't want it. you to steal their proprietary recipes so it's it's alutane or alucane and monk fruit extract okay the monk fruit extract is probably not bad because monks do no wrong right <laughs> is that what you're trying to say no do you know about monk fruit yeah, I know about monk fruit. I don't know anything That's about what it. Swerve this is made out of right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get your swerve on? These monks are drunk. Oh, it's it's uh, Flemish monks. Yeah. It's Flemish monk fruit. I want a Flemish rabbit so badly. I I think that the Flemish rabbits get as big as Chloe does. <laughs> Chloe's not very big. I know. I that's think Flemish my rabbits point. get bigger than that. She, she, we would have a rabbit. Bigger than our dog. That's... Do you know how amazing that would be? No. They could just cuddle to sleep. How cute would that be? No, I don't. I hate rabbit poop. It and then pisses me off. And then Chloe won't be feel so bad about her big ears. You know. <laughs> Did she tell you? She's a little self conscious. Is she getting made fun of? <laughs> only, about her ears? Only by my dad. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Nothing's going to get past her because of the size of those things. <laughs> she hears everything. <laughs> All right. Yes. Thank you, Brooks, for asking. Um, we are doing a number of giveaways at the camp. Yeah. Out. For those of you that are coming to the camp out, you guys are. I got a lot of stuff that I'm. Yeah. I yeah. also got you a lot of stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, the camp out people. I mean, oh. that includes you too. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? Is more yeah. things I don't know about happening? No. Oh, okay. No. I mean, I'm like, the, the truck can't handle anymore. <laughs> I'm giving off. She's got Captain. This is it. I knew you were gonna do that. The bed it cannot take no more. I told you, just get a net and drag it by. <laughs> no. Maybe we'll pick up just some more things it, on the way. Wrap it down. Some broken barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> fell off of a truck on the five we're gonna be that family just spewing shit on the five freeway just, just strap it down what? I and think then you... put a net over it it's gonna be fine you make it sound so easy and then that frustrates me more than anything is why don't you strap a thing to a thing below what if it you get another truck so that you make it... and then you like clamshell another bed on top of the bed and then strap it down okay so you have it two does make things. me want to get a camper shell you have all of this wants me wants me okay to get a camper so shell. say you have two things and you're worried about the top thing falling off just strap the top thing to the bottom thing together okay so uh -huh. that it makes one thing one thing yeah and it's not gonna fall off you've done it you've cracked the code <laughs> And then you and then you put straps across all the things. All the things. Yes. And then you net it. Just any kind of net? <laughs> no. Like one crab with, net? No, one with like a bungee strap thingy. You know? I just I think you're making it too complicated. <laughs> I don't know what it is like. I... <laughs> 
I've lived with you a long time. <laughs> and the visions that you have in your brain, <laughs> I know are sound. It's just solutions. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know they're like, they're coming from a place of experience because that's all everything, everybody's thoughts is based off of their experience. <laughs> yes. But I don't know what your experience is <laughs> that you're basing this off of because all of my experiences tell me when you got 18 large things. <laughs> yes. Then you actually have nine things like like a, a coupled together yes <laughs> like, is this just a duct tape solution <laughs> no you use you know you use the straps the, the crank strap <laughs> the tie downs yes <laughs> you put tie downs so together. here's here's the part here's the yeah. thing that you may not be factoring into the you tie could down. use two tie downs so that on each thing, so that they're secured on on, on both sides. Oh, on the diagonal, <laughs> like no, a no, slot no. machine, horizontal and vertical. Horizontal and vertical. <laughs> yeah. Now we're thinking in three dimensions here. What, yeah. what are we talking about? I don't know why you're acting like this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fine. I'm sh I'm sure we'll make it work. The, the problem is, is that I don't think you're factoring in like where the tie down spots are in the truck bed. Well, first they're to each other. <laughs> okay. No, I mean the tie down <laughs> mounts in the yeah. bed. Uh -huh. There's only a finite amount. Yes. And there are more boxes than tie down angles. So why we, don't angles you? Of okay, attack. then how about this? Net it first and then tie it down. <laughs> Instead of netting it after, mm -hmm. you net it first, <laughs> see, and then you tie it down. <laughs> it seems simple. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, now it's time. It's the final email. Do -do 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 -do. Okay. It is time. Truly time. All right. The final, the final email mm -hmm. is titled Amateur Radio Society at Louisiana State University 100th Anniversary. Ooh. And this comes from Wes the Leatherman. The Leatherman. Good evening, guys, and good morning to the first listeners. This Saturday, April 29th, will be the 100th anniversary of the K5 LSU station. Mm -hmm. We will be running a special event on SSB, CW, and digital modes after 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are encouraging all LSU alumni across the nation to contact us. We will be using our old club call W5YW and the K5 LSU call sign. Check out the Discord Spots and Skeds channel Saturday for more information. I'm the president of this club and can't wait to hear you all on the air. We will be giving special points to each alumni we contact, but everyone is welcome to contact us. Fantastic. I, That's very cool. I and many people will be on the air this weekend and we'll be trotting out the buddy hex and a legal limit amplifier guess who's checking in yeah we'll we'll be getting out 
please look getting at- down is the right term. <laughs> please look at the club QRZ page for more info about the club. Haven't emailed lately. A lot going on in my personal life. Going to my last week of college. Oh man! Congratulations. Bittersweet. Bought a house. <laughs> okay, you know what? See, this is how you. It's all the leather. There's money in the leather store. <laughs> This is, I think, now more than ever, a very impressive feat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations, Wes. Moving saddle shops. Well, he's in. That's why he's got that saddle money coming in. <laughs> big saddle is like, dude, saddles are expensive. Wes Look, is big saddle. He is See? big saddle. <laughs> I didn't know we had a saddle magnate. <laughs> That's a part of the correspondence tower. And starting a new job. What? Like new, these are big moves, man. Yeah. This is Did awesome. you get a hold of some moldenite? Moldenite? That, yeah, moldenite. I think that's what it's called. What's you a, can look that up later. Okay. <laughs> and planning my new shack in my head and on paper. We'll write in soon about everything going on and how the event went. Hope this email gets in in time. 73, Wes the Leatherman. You made it. Wes, you you were the final email. You made it, Congratulations. man. Congratulations. And yeah, everybody go check that out. Make sure you uh, go look for those uh, those calls on the air. He said go check out the Discord, but he didn't tell you how to find the Discord. Yeah, on, on the HRCC Discord, Spots and Scats oh. channel. Oh, on our Discord. I thought yeah. he was talking about the LSU Discord. No, HRCC members. HRCC. Go to the Spots and Scats. Go to our show notes. Make if, some contacts. If you're not a member, go to the show notes, click on the Discord link, and then go to the Spots and Skeds chat. Special points. Special points. Man, there you go. Um, I, I do have one correction. Okay. And I'm only being difficult about this because... I spent my entire collegiate career. Oh, geez. Getting corrected or correcting people on this. Mm -hmm. A single person who attended a school, the plural is alumni. Correct. The single is alumnus. Alumnus, yeah. Yes. There we go. How many times? So many how times. How many times you corrected on this? Oh, me once. Oh, but how many times have you said alumnus or, or type? So many times. Why? Delta Sigma Pi. Oh, okay. What you, I don't think, I think this is the fifth time that I've said alumnus in my life. Well, I'm sorry then. <sighs> how many times have you used Robert's Rules of Order? Uh, I don't even, I don't even know. For Not me, many. at least once a month. Yeah, no. And no, I when I was in college, once a week. Yeah. And you like it. You like that. I do. It's, it is the way. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mandalorians, right? That's their way of life. They've got a helmet and a whole armor thing. It's all built around Beskar, this... Very like, I tried to make our family meeting armor use Robert's Rules of Order. But what you would you repeat. call <laughs> someone who follows in the way of Robert's Rules of Order? Like a like a Mandalorian, Robertonians, a Robertonian, because <laughs> they come from Mandalore is the yeah. planet, uh -huh. so, and we come from the law. 
<laughs> the rules. I of... am the law. <laughs> um, oh, man. The other thing is like I move versus I motion. And it's like one is a verb and one is a noun. <laughs> I move. Yes. Yes. It's a verb. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to say. I move. Correct. To blah, blah. That's something you're... But the number of people who are like... Because you'd be like... You do I hear emotion. Do I hear emotion for... Or I want to... I create emotion. Right. But the number of people who would say I motion... So it's just <laughs> frantically waving from the back <laughs> aisle. I motion. <laughs> this is me motioning. <laughs> So it's the little things, you know. That is... Uh, I bet Wes uses Robert's Rules of Order, though. He seems like... In saddle making? He, he definitely seems like uh, he, somebody who likes law and order, you know. Both the show and in life. The, the difficulty, though... <laughs> The difficulty with uh, with a saddle maker is that with all the horses around, there's too many nay votes. <laughs> Just never get anything done. It's Just all days. <sighs> That's it. We're officially done. Everybody have a great weekend, and we will talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We have a lot of fun making it, and the fact you listen means a lot to us. 73. I didn't have the show notes up. I just remembered that off the top of my head. <laughs>